Amen. It's good to be here this morning. Enjoyed the Sunday school lesson by Brother Jeremy. And uh, glad to be here this morning uh, to be with you on the first Sunday of 2021. Amen. A whole new year ahead of us. Uh, that's a great thing. Brother Wayne asked me to thank the church for praying for him and said he's doing well. And so, as Brother Randy has already said. Uh, but this morning, I want us to take us to the book of James. The book of James. and uh, We're going to look in James chapter number four this morning. And Brother Jeremy said he, he had the long-winded message, and so I'll take the short-winded one. And I'm, I usually don't have a problem with that. I'm a man of few words, so... We'll do that this morning. That was a good lesson, though. Brother Jeremy's got a gift for teaching and preaching. I enjoyed that. So what are you going to do in, in, in 2021? Is this, like, is this year going to be better than 2020? And I'm not talking about the political climate. I'm not talking about what virus is going around. I'm talking about your, your life, your spiritual life, your walk with the Lord, what you're going to do for Jesus. He's coming again. Uh, we gotta, we got to many times rise above the circumstances. One man said, your problem is that your circumstances are on top of you. And to live a victorious Christian life, you've got to learn to get on top of your circumstances. You can do that through Christ. He can allow you to live victoriously. And uh, so what are, what are we going to do in 2021? And I want to give you some thoughts from James chapter number 4, verse 13, uh, on down to verse number, we'll read to the end of the chapter, but uh, to help you have the right mindset for 2021. So let's read these verses real quick in James chapter 4. The Bible says this, Go to now ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor. It appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings, all such rejoicing is evil. Therefore him, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your blessings. We pray for our pastor this morning that you be with him and his family, and with Jason, Miss Rebecca, Lord, and all the others, Lord, that are battling this virus and have been affected by it. Lord, we pray that you'd watch over them and be with Miss Connie that she would not get this virus. God, we pray that you please, please be magnified this morning in our church. Help us, God, as we start a new year, we kick a new year off, Lord, that we would not waste it. We would make it count for eternity. God, that we would live for the, our utmost for your highest, Lord, that we would give you our all this year and not be distracted by the cares and affairs of this world, Lord, or overcome by them, Lord, but you'd give us victory. We would live for you. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The right mindset for 2021. I read a, a preacher, an older preacher, uh, and he gave these five resolutions, and he lived by them faithfully. I'm just going to read these off before I get into the message. But he, he said this. He said, I resolve to live with all my might while I do live. He said, I resolve never to lose a moment of time, but to improve it in the most profitable way I can. He said, I resolve never to do anything which I should despise or think meanly of in another moment. I resolve never to do anything out of revenge. And I resolve never to do anything which I should be afraid to do if it were the last hour of my life. So here, 
On this Sunday morning, we're at the time of year where we make resolutions, where we set goals and all those sorts of things. I'm sure many of you already have. I think those are good ones by the preacher here. Uh, But as we look at our text, we see James talking about the future. And in verse 13, he refers to plans that certain Christians had made for the year before them. We read, it says there in verse 13, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. He's speaking to us about the attitudes that we should have about the days before us. He gives us some important truths to consider as we make plans and goals for our year. Here are are a few truths I want you to keep in mind as you plan out your new year. The first one is this. There in verse number 13 again it says, Go to now ye that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue their year and buy and sell and get gain. The first truth I want to give you this morning, first thing to consider as you make plans for 2021 is this, listen before you go any further. Listen to the Word of God. It says, go to now. Come and listen up is what he's saying to everybody. Everybody here, he says, ye that say, those that may have the wrong manner of life, the wrong kind of lifestyle going on in their life. They have a, this was not a once-off time for these, these people, but this was kind of a way of life, a way of living for these people. Ye that say, there was a, they, they went about making plans on their own and forgetting God. And that's really the ultimate problem here. The problem is not making plans and setting goals. God doesn't want us to live uh, haphazard lives. Just, just whatever comes, comes. It's, it's fine to make goals. It's fine to have uh, things that you want to accomplish in the year. That's a good thing to do. But this was a manner of life where these people would say, this year I'm going to do this. This week I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do with my life. It was a manner of life that went on and forgetting God, did not include God in their plans. And unfortunately, many in the church, if we would be honest, we don't include God in our plans that we make. We don't include God in our our goals that we set. We make our plans, we set our goals, and then we ask God to bless those goals and bless those plans. Never taking time to check and see whether or not what we're hoping to do, what we're hoping to accomplish, is in line with His will and will bring Him utmost glory with our lives. And really the starting place is to start with God and then to set your plans. He says, listen up everybody, those that may have the wrong manner of life, ye that say, you have a manner of life, you have a culture, you have a, a habit of doing this sort of thing. Making plans and forgetting God. In 2021, don't let that be your life. It's time to to stop before you do what you did back in 2020 and 2019 and maybe and so on and so forth in your life, making plans without God to stop that nonsense and begin to make your plans, to begin to set your goals with, hey, I was created by Him and for His glory. So May 2021, as I set these goals, let me make and check and and see if these goals are going to glorify God this year. If these things are in in accordance with His will. At a wrong manner of life. Listen up all those with the wrong manner of life. Listen up all those with maybe the wrong understanding. He says, today or tomorrow. Today or tomorrow. Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city. 
continue their year and buy and sell and get gain. They were saying this as if they had full control of their lives. God was not a factor. The source of the continuation of their life was not a factor. Today or tomorrow, we'll go into this city and we'll, we'll, we'll buy and sell, we'll make a lot of money, never considering the one that was the sustainer of their life. They didn't have the right understanding. As you make plans for 2021, consider the sustainer of your life. Continue, consider the one that is the one that gives you the breath to breathe every day. And then thirdly, with the wrong attitude, it says, we will. There at the end of verse number 13 again, it says, it says, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue their year and buy and sell and get gain. As you see in this verse, there's no mention of God. There's no mention of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no mention or acknowledging of, of what brings God glory or what God wants with this person's life, but it's all about what we will do and, and, and making plans without factoring in God. The wrong attitude, we will. It was their plan, what they wanted, when they wanted. That was their lifestyle. That was their way of goal setting. It was earthly. It was man-centered goals. And the, uh, James is warning us of this sort of lifestyle. And, and many of us, if we're not, if we're, if we'd be serious and honest this morning, we would acknowledge that many times our goals, many times we go on about our lives, and this is the sort of life that we live. We set goals, we make plans. It's what we will do today or tomorrow. It's our sort of uh, way of living life. And James is warning us of this. This is not the way to set goals for your life. Number two, consider that you might not be here tomorrow. In verse number 14, it says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a time, a little time, and then vanisheth away. I wonder how many have died in the midst of great plans and works, shocked by death knocking at their door. Consider you may not be here tomorrow in the midst of all the goals that you have set. I can think of people that are closely connected to me or friends and, and family and people that I've, I've met along the way. They weren't up in age. They were, many of them, right at the peak of their life. And I'm sure they were not expecting to be taken out of this world. Friend, we should consider each and every day that this might be our very last. And in the midst of our goal setting and plans that we make and resolutions that we make, that this might be the last day of our life and live our life accordingly. Tomorrow, he says, is uncertain. You know not what shall be on the morrow. Only God does. We have no idea what will take place tomorrow. You don't know what will happen tomorrow uh, to you or in this world. We have, and we have no control over it. Tomorrow is uncertain. And your life is uncertain. Notice what he says here. He says, Wherefore you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor, let alone what's going to take place in the world and all the craziness that's happening out there. And as we get closer and closer to the end, those birth pangs 
pangs becoming closer and closer and wars and rumors of wars and all the chaos that's going to take place in this world, besides all of that, your life is uncertain. For what is your life? It is even a vapor. All the things that the Bible that I've read that your the Bible compares your life to are frail and short and 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 just uh, very little. Here he refers to it as a vapor. In Psalm thirty nine, he talks about it being a hand breath, and David asks that God would remind him of how frail he is. And we are frail, even on our best day, even when we're our fittest or healthiest, we're frail beings. Your life is uncertain. It's a vapor. So I'd ask you, who promised you a full year? Who promised you tomorrow? Who told you that your vapor was going to last all of 2021? How do you know that the mist of your life will still be on the ground tomorrow? That you will have life tomorrow morning? You're taking for granted that the life giver is going to keep you plugged up to the life source. As we make plans, as we set goals, as we direct our lives and we, 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 we seek to live our lives, we need to take into consideration that we might not be here tomorrow. And that should really cause us to reassess and take inventory and to inspect our lives to see what we are living for, what we are aiming at, what we are choosing to lay up for, what we're living for, what we love most, and what we're aiming at with our lives. Because we might not, we just might not be here tomorrow. The Bible here says, it says that it appeareth for a little time. For a little time. That vapor of yours appears, the Bible says, for a little time time. It's just a little time that we have upon this earth. Even a full life, if lived fully upon the earth, is just a short amount of time. Again, the psalmist compared our lives to that of of God, an omnipotent, everlasting God, that our short years upon this earth are as nothing compared to His innumerable years. It's just a little time. Christians are called, as one man said, to live as if today is their last day and to plan as if they will live a full life. Live your life as if today may be your last and plan it out in light of eternity for the glory of God as if you will live a a full life. But the Bible says that we have just a little bit of time here on this earth. If you have little time, shouldn't you be more careful with it? I know when I have a little of something, I'm usually a little bit more careful with it. I know maybe at the end of the month when there's just a little bit of money maybe left in the bank account or maybe when I was in Bible college and I was working a long hours uh, throughout the week building houses and I had a big school bill uh, that I was very careful with the little bit of money that I had. The Bible says here that we have just a little time. The Bible tells us in other portions of Scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16, Colossians chapter 4, verse 5, it tells us to redeem the time. And that means to buy it up as something that is precious. Make a silly illustration, but ladies, if you saw an, an advertisement 
Or men, you saw in an advertisement. Ladies, you, you see in an advertisement that your favorite shoes or your favorite lotion is 90% off at the store. What are you going to do? You're going to buy it up. You know this is not going to last. You're going to buy every bottle of it up that you can. Or men, you go and you see in the newspaper that or advertisement that the ammo to your favorite gun is on sale. You're going to go buy it up. No, you're not because it's already gone. There's, there's no ammo. It's gone. If you wait, you're not going to get it. It won't last. Buy it up. Your time. Time is said to be the most precious commodity that you have. Once it's spent, you never get it back. So little of it. The Bible says it's just a vapor. Just a little time appeareth for a little time. Then it vanisheth away. Oh, how we waste our time. I was thinking just the other day, New Year's. I wasted so much time on New Year's Day. I watched more football than I've ever watched, I think, in my life. I had a, a binge of football. watched three full football games. That's a lot of time of football. Wasted time. We waste a lot of it. But it's the most precious commodity that we have. Peers for a little time. And then it vanisheth away. And the Bible tells us to, to buy it up as something that's precious. You know, in South Africa, it's common for young people to take a gap year. They graduate high school, and then they have a year before they go off to college or whatever, and they just have that time, just free year, to just do what they want to do. As if it has no consequence. Friend, you'll never get that year back. A year wasted is a year you'll never have. To use again. Should be an urgency, a, a, a preciousness, a, a, a care about our time like none other. Because we just have a little bit of it and it vanishes away. The Bible says it will, it, here in verse number 14 again, it says, Whereas you know not what, you sh what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, then vanisheth away. It's gone forever. Once this life is lived, it, it's, it's finished. It's for eternity. You never get it back. You don't get to reset it. You don't get to do it over again. It's gone. Only one little short life. What are we doing with it? As we plan out our year 2021, what are you going to do with the little time that you have? James here encourages us to consider that we might not have tomorrow as we set our plans and we make our goals for 2021. And then thirdly, he says in verse number 15, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. The third thing, Truth I'd give you is live every day in dependence, submission, and service to your Lord. Live every day in dependence and submission and service to your Lord. As you make your plans, as you make your goals and all those things, make sure that they're in accordance with His will. Make sure that they're in agreement that, that He gets the glory out of your life. And that, that at the end of it all, that there's something eternal about what you live for this year. It's not wrong to plan and have goals, but it's wrong and foolish to plan and have goals 
that do not start and finish with your supposed Lord and His will. He says in verse number 15, He says, For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. Do what you ought to do. For that ye ought to say, this is what we should be saying. How many times have we heard the phrase, Lord willing, I'll do this. But many times it's a formality. Or many times it's, it's prefaced to something that we're going to do that has nothing to do with the Lord. Has nothing to do with bringing Him glory. Has nothing to do with bringing Him honor or doing His will. Lord willing, I will do this or do that. We ought to say that. But the entirety of our life our plans and our goals for our life, what we're living for also should be in accordance with His will. He says, run everything by God, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Run everything by God. If the Lord will. Have you run your plans by God? As you read the Scriptures and you you see what's important to the Lord. As you see His overarching plan of redemption and the the extent to which He went to make that plan possible and the reason for establishing a church and the reason for leaving us upon this earth, does your plans, are they in agreement with His will? Have you run your plans and your goals by His will? Or are you just doing your own thing? You know, many times in Africa, it's so funny. It's, it's actually funny, but it's, it's strange and it's sad at the same time. We find this in South Africa, but I found it also in, in Northern Africa where I was in Ghana. You walk around and you see stores named Jesus Christ the Redeemer uh, local corner store. Just everything under the, under the heading of, of Christianity. And as I, I, I think about that, I think, how ridiculous is that? Guys calling their, their stores and, 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 and their, their, their taxi services, just all these Bible names, all these Christian terms. But really, that's no worse than what we do many times here in the South, in the Bible Belt of the U.S. We raise our kids. You can do whatever you want to. Just call yourself a Christian. Do whatever you want to do with your life. Just remember that you're a Christian. Never stopping to ask yourself, is this what God wants me to do with my life? In, in, in a billion years into eternity, is what I'm living for now having any effect on eternity? As one man said, is, is what I'm living for worth Christ having died for? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go here and and do this, Lord willing. But does the Lord have any concern or care or desire for you to go and do that? Live every day in dependence and submission and service to your Lord. If your life ended midway through the year, would you be embarrassed at what you were spending your time and your efforts and setting your goals toward. There's such a, a veneer 
of religion, such a veneer, a thin veneer of, of, of Christianity over, over our lives many times in, in areas in which we live. But if we were honest, we never stopped to really surrender our lives, to really say, God, my life is a living sacrifice to you. You are Lord over my life. You are the sustainer of my life. I will not even be here if you choose to take me out of this world tomorrow. And so, Lord willing, if I live tomorrow and if I live through 2021, these are the things that I want to do under your Lordship and for your glory and for your kingdom. So if the Lord wills that you live all of 2021, what will you do with the time He gives you? How does that bring Him glory? How is that connected to His will being done? Stop with the nonsense of doing whatever you want to do and just putting a stamp of Christ over top of it. And start with a, God, my life is not my own. You bought it. I'm created by You and for You. What do You want with my life, Lord? I'm going to live 2021 in submission, in dependence, and in service to You. That may be in business, making gains. But the gain is not just in and of itself and for you and for your own lust. But even that is for His glory. Even that is for His cause. Ask yourself, if my Lord allows me to live, this is what I plan to do in 2021. I will live each and every day in light of the fact that I am under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I will say if the Lord wills, this is what I'm going to live. This is what I'm going to, this is what I'm going to live to do. This is what I'm going to do with my life in 2021. He goes on, he says, but now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. You rejoice in your boastings. You rejoice in your plans of doing things that are not under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You never even took time to consider the sustainer of your life. You never even took time to consider if this is what God wants you to do with your life. If this is what God wants you to set, set out to do in 2021. This is, these, are the, these are the things that I'm going to accomplish. 2021 looks so promising. I'm going, to, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to accomplish this. But you never took time. You never took time to consider God in your plans. And James says all such rejoicing is evil. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So you know better now. As you plan out your year, as you plan out 2021, as you set goals in 2021, make sure that you start off with the Lord. Not what I will, but Lord willing and for His glory for the furtherance of the gospel, this is what I'm going to set out to do in 2021. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this time together this morning. God, I pray that You'd help Your people as we set goals and, and, and plan out our year, that You'd help us, God, to start with You, putting our lives under the Lordship of Jesus Christ 
and setting our goals and making sure that they're not about us, but they're about Your glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. As heads are bowed and eyes are closed, uh, just for a minute, I want to ask you just a few questions. As you're sitting there in your pew, and maybe you've already been thinking about what you want to do this year, maybe you're a young person, maybe you're, maybe you're up in years, but your time is little upon this earth. You don't have much of it, young or old. And it's not yours to use however you want to. And you, you realize that this morning. As you started to plan out your year, maybe you've already been guilty of putting things together and putting things on paper and signing up for things and uh, uh, making yourself uh, plans, but you've not included the Lord. And as you sit there this morning, the Lord has spoken to your heart. You say, Kevin, pray for me as I, as I make my plans. God has spoken to my heart. I want it to be under the Lordship of Christ. I want it to be, Lord willing, I will do these things this year in accordance and in agreement with His will and for His glory. Anyone this morning, you say, God spoke to my heart this morning and I ask you to pray for me in the closing prayer this morning. Anyone like that at all this morning? I see your hands. God bless you. I see your hands. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, Kevin, I'd like to live for the Lord, but I don't know the Lord. And it's an impossibility to live for Him. You cannot please Him. The righteousness and the, the pleasing that every Christian in this room experiences with God is by faith in Jesus Christ. we got all of our righteousness. All the pleasure that God has in us is through the righteousness of Jesus Christ that we receive by faith. If you've not received that righteousness, then the Bible says that you are damned, you're condemned, and you're on your way to hell. But it doesn't have to be that way. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're here this morning, you say, I'd like that. I'd like to, to know how I can be saved. I'd like to know how I can get that free righteousness through Jesus Christ. If, if there's anyone here this morning like that, would you slip your hand up this morning real quickly? Anyone like that? Anyone like that? You say, I don't, I don't know for sure that I'm saved. I don't know if my life ended right now. This vapor ended right now. I don't know where I would end up. If I would end up in hell or heaven. Anyone like that at all? Now's the time. Today is the day of salvation. If that's you this morning, would you lift your hand up? Would you just be honest? I can't think of a better way to start off a year than by coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Experiencing the new birth. And God will help you to live a Christian life. It's impossible to live without Him. Anyone at all? All right. We're going to close in prayer. I'm going to pray for those that had their hands raised. Heavenly Father, we, we thank You for the Word of God. We thank You for the Sunday school lesson we heard this morning. We thank You for the book of James. Thank You for the challenge, God, to have the right mindset as we set out to live a new year. God, this may be our last. and Lord, we need to consider You as we begin to make our plans. God, help each and every one of us as we make plans, we, 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 we uh, set out to do things this year, Lord, that we would do it for Your glory and for Your honor. And we would know that it is a part of Your will, not something that we set out to do in independence, independence of You, Lord. God, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.